you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Thursday, November 10th. And you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest. He's a fantasy phenom with an encyclopedic understanding of his bears in football, his angels in baseball, and his oiled and angry neck-veined and crimson-faced heroes of the wrestling world. He's the rankster to Steve Smith Sr. He's the purveyor of fantasy hot sauce to the rest of us. He's Adam Rank. Welcome to the pod, Adam. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to be here. I'm not allowed on a lot of podcasts here at the NFL Network. I've pitched podcasts. I've tried to be on podcasts. The fantasy group won't have me. And I just kind of a nomad. Are you a liability? Am, am I taking a I must giant be. risk by having you here I to must, begin with? I must be. Once the powers that be find out, they're probably going to be a little bit put off. How did Rank get on a podcast? We want to know. I don't know if you have those answers. Be ready for that. Uh, The answer is simple. Um, Mr. Goodell, I invited him, and he said yes. I'm so sorry. I had no idea that I wasn't supposed to do that. Now, we normally interrupt this podcast to bring you Adam's weekly picks. And today, of course, the podcast is one giant protracted interruption. We're so grateful you made the time to do it. Thank you for being here. We will go game by game in week 10 and get score predictions and fantasy advice from the Rankster. We will also take a look at the current playoff picture. And no, we're not posing for it. We're looking for a team or two to throw out of it. But first, this. Airs it deep downfield for DJ Moore. Behind his man. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. He caught the ball. DJ Moore caught the ball. How did that happen? This is amazing. Game one of week 10, Thursday night, Atlanta, Carolina. The surprising Falcons against the tepid Carolina Panthers 
First things first, Adam Rank. Game pick, score prediction, what do you got? I have the Atlanta Falcons victorious in this one, 25-20. I do think the Falcons, one of the more underrated teams so far this season, even though Arthur Smith has upset everybody by putting Kyle Pitts into sort of our fantasy football doghouse. This team has been pretty consistent, and I know that you get on my case because I made the joke a couple of weeks ago that they were 6-0 and to certain sects of the population. Nobody gets the joke. We got the joke. We thought it was funny. We laughed. We, we shared a <laughs> chuckle. MJ Acasa Ruiz was looking like Chris Evans from the Avengers going, oh, I get the reference. The thing is, the Falcons have been playing pretty well despite the fact that they don't seem sold on their quarterback. And they've ignored Drake London and Kyle Pitts, who presumably are the two best offensive players on that team. Let's clear something up right now. I don't think we need to uh, dance around this one on the podcast. I'll find out very shortly, of course, if we were supposed to dance around this. When Adam talks about certain segments of the population, he is talking about, I presume, uh, those of you out there who may have a, dare I say, financial interest oh. in the outcomes Well, not in California. Games, uh, in week 10. We voted um, against those in so California. So Atlanta, Carolina, 25-20. That's your score prediction. Yes, that is your game pick. Now, this, of course, is a rematch yes. of one rather exciting, rather thrilling, good. rather bewildering game. One of the best games of the year so far. And, of course, we all remember that wonderful to wacky P.J. Walker to D.J. Moore yep. bomb that won the game well until it didn't. Let me say something. D.J. Moore, in a moment of excitement, Removed his helmet. Yes. Heaven forbid yes. they see his face. But yet, this is when not Harrison... This NBA. We don't want when, to see your face. When Harrison Smith intercepts a pass against the Washington Commanders, 85 members of the Vikings can, can run out into the field, mimic 10-pin bowling, and fall down. And, well, what is it? What is the sportsmanship? Either have fun or don't. It's interesting you should say that. Just before I came down here, I ran into Andrew Siciliano, and I polled him on a couple of questions. Okay. And he said to me that very same thing. You guys are aligned in how you see this. How is it possible that the DJ Moore moment of madness, uh, taking your helmet off, oh, pray tell, clutch my pearls, um, yeah. is a penalty and that rather elaborate Broadway production of the Miami, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. It wasn't even celebrating That's, a touchdown. It was celebrating yeah, a, a pick. You, you, you intercepted Taylor Heineke. No disrespect. Not, you, you didn't intercept Tom Brady. You didn't intercept one of the all-time greats. And you did it in week nine, okay? Yes. It's not the divisional round. It's not the conference championship. Oh, uh, my let's God. move I to I think something. the Vikings should have to lose draft picks for the celebration on the plane where Kirk Cousins had his shirt off. You, you're, you're not in support of this? You don't co-sign this? No, I do. I'm just being, I just want to make fun of Kirk Cousins. But he's, he seems like too nice of a guy. My line yesterday, and it was a little bit mean, but I'll say it again because I thought it was good. He went from being a drip to having some. Oh, look at you. Is there a fantasy play in this game that I have to make or perhaps have to avoid? Well, obviously you're going to be playing DJ Moore because the matchup is still advantageous to him. Cordero Patterson returned last week in a limited scope. Still scored two touchdowns. I also like the fact that, well, I don't like it. But Kyle Pitts is still there, and you have to play him because you don't, other, you don't have any other compelling options. You know, that's the one thing that's the most frustrating with Kyle Pitts. He's too good to bench, but he's not consistent enough to be what you thought he was going to be at the beginning of the season when yeah. a lot of us used a second, maybe a third-round pick on him. It just hasn't been there. 
Well, I'm sorry that you did that. You overdrafted him, but only in retrospect. At the time, it seemed like a very wise play, and a lot of us took your advice and did just that. Next game, in Munich. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Nein. Seattle Seahawks at, uh, you know, titularly at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks, Tom Brady, the home team in this one. I think this may be the most fascinating matchup of the entire week. Seahawks, Geno Smith, Kenneth Walker, uh, Nuosu, Irvin, you know, Tariq Woolen on the backside. You got DK Metcalf, you've got Tyler Lockett. Everybody is doing their job perfectly on that team right now. I asked somebody the other day, are they the most on-script team in the NFL? And, I th- and the answer was yes. I think it was actually a good question. I did hurt my shoulder right there, patting myself of course, back. Good. Wonderful uh, question. Let's get a score from you, a game pick from you in this one to start. Well, I think that a lot of people, after watching the Buccaneers, we were ready. Like, okay, now they're ready to go. Perhaps the Buccaneers are back, ready. I don't think so. I'm going to take the Seahawks 28-24. I'm done picking against the Seahawks. I picked a couple of their upsets recently. Obviously, you remember me picking them to beat the Chargers. Everybody thought I was a lunatic. Last week, I went against them, and I took the Arizona Cardinals, and now I'm regretting it. But I have to say that you're absolutely correct in the fact that the Seahawks are doing so many things correct. They're they're, they're playing well in all phases of the game, and really – This goes back to something that I know that I've said on Total Access, I've said on a lot of shows, is that Pete Carroll never gets enough credit for what he has been able to do and what he's been able to do with quarterbacks. You don't think of Pete Carroll as this quarterback guru, but Matt Leiner won a Heisman Trophy. Carson Palmer won a Heisman Trophy. Mark Sanchez was a top five, top six draft pick. Matt Barkley, if he had gone out a year sooner than he did, would have been a top draft pick. Then he comes to Seattle. Russell Wilson was a third-round pick. And he moved away from Matt Flynn rather quickly. Russell Wilson, we see what he's doing now in Denver. You know, maybe, and this is, I, maybe Pete Carroll deserves a little bit of credit. Just a little bit. I know you don't give defensive coaches credit when their quarterbacks play well. There's too many of them. And even if you want to do the Norm Chow thing, Norm Chow wasn't there for Mark Sanchez. He wasn't there for Russell Wilson. The one constant has been Pete Carroll. Well, let me interrupt this podcast for a quick uh, moment of way too early coach of the year midseason award. Well, it's it's not too early for a midseason award. It's perfect timing for a midseason award. Uh, who is your coach of the year to this point? Is it Nick Sirianni? Is it Brian Dayball? Or perhaps is it Pete Carroll? I'm going to go with Pete Carroll. I'm going to go with that pick. I think that obviously what we've seen out of the Giants just doesn't see, I, although I'm going to pick the Giants later, so a little bit of a spoiler alert. <laughs> But I think that Pete Carroll has done, what he has done has been so surprising. In a division where everybody expected the 49ers to be competitive, the Rams to be competitive, even Arizona, who extended their coaches and management and their quarterback, everybody thought the Seahawks were going to be an also-ran. They're now in, in first place, 6-3. and three. I'm predicting them to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think that this is one of the most masterful coaching jobs we've seen out of Pete Carroll, and I've been a big fan of his. I honestly, if you go back, you go back and I, listen, you can do whatever you want in hindsight. Say this, this game didn't count in retrospect or whatever. These games were played on the field and they won it. If you go back and you go to that Texas game, if they somehow find a way to stop, merely slow down Vince Young and that team three-peats, if he, I know it's two big ifs. If they go to the running, if they go to Reggie Bush, on the fourth down, if they go to Marshawn Lynch at the goal line, Pete Carroll might be considered the greatest coach of all time. 
Two plays are holding him back from that. There aren't uh, poster boards large enough for the size of that if, but that's a fair comment. Mm. Seattle sits right now third in the NFC playoff picture. They are 6-3. and three. Is this a division-winning team, or will the 49ers beat them to the tape at the end? Are they a playoff team? Yes. Absolutely. Are they a division-winning team? It depends on... I, I, I still think the 49ers are a better team. I really do. And I know that if the playoffs started right now, the 49ers would be the number seven seed. But I do believe the 49ers are a better team. But you know what? The Seahawks have been more consistent. You know, you've watched the 49ers struggle at times this year, obviously, in week one against the Chicago Bears. They lose games that they're not supposed to. The Seahawks are just steady. They're steady. They're not, they're not flappable. I don't know if a pun gets intended there or not, but it doesn't matter. They've been answering every challenge. They don't fall into the trap games. Now, obviously, this game in Munich could have an impact if they lose this one, and then maybe the travel schedule starts to get to them. Well, that's my next question for you, because when you are going up against the GOAT, who is awfully good at preparing for any game in any condition, he is undefeated. In Europe, he's 3-0. Yeah. and That's not a huge sample size. But, but, but I think it's proof that of what we know of Tom Brady is that this man prepares perhaps better than anybody else. Willie McGinnis says he is the most game-plan-ready player he's ever seen. Hardly a surprise. You're not swayed from what you saw from the 45-year-old Tom Brady in those final two drives in their last game in Week 9, when he was surgical, he was throwing darts, he was throwing with velocity. He said, get on my back, I will will you to victory, and he did just that. You saw that as a Rams loss, not a Bucks win. Is that what you're telling me? A little of column A, a little of column B. I do believe that we saw the best of Tom Brady. And when you look at a team like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers compared to another team that's been disappointing, the Green Bay Packers, I look at the Buccaneers as a team of like, I expect them to go in and be in the playoffs. I expect them to rally and to be there when this, when, when we're at the end of the season, they'll be in there. Yeah, they will be. And, and the reason why they will be in there is probably not uh, because of the man that I was just throwing a laurel wreath on, Tom Brady. It's probably because of the very simple fact that they play in the NFC South. That division is not great. Poo-poo plateau, as a little my bit. colleague Dan Haley used to say. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Next game, the TA game of the week. Minnesota Vikings in Orchard Park at Highmark Stadium to take on the Buffalo Bills. Now, obviously, the looming shadow over this game and certainly over all of the pre-kickoff discussions center around the health of Josh Allen, the structural integrity of his ulnar collateral ligament on his throwing arm. I don't mean to say it in such a dismissive way. It is very, very important to that franchise, certainly to that player, and it may have a severe impact on the playoff picture on this entire season as we predicted that it would play out one thing at a time. Based on what you know now, which is that Josh Allen did not practice yesterday and that he is considered day-to-day, what's your game pick? Who wins this one? I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. 31 to 30. Now, obviously, when we get to Friday tomorrow, I might change my mind. If Josh Allen practices tomorrow and we're sitting there in the TA production meeting, I might have a change of heart. Might I hear Thomas Davis's pick and try to remain in concert with him? Who knows? But I really do believe that this Vikings team, as much as I like to make fun of them, this is a very sound constructed team. I think they do a lot of things though, like they can run the football. I really liked how they used Dalvin Cook last week near the end zone, got him on a wheel route, something I predicted on the NFL Total or uh, the NFL Fantasy Live show. I really do like what they have going on. I think there's a lot of chemistry. I do, I, again, making fun of Kirk Cousins with his shirt off and everything like that. But that leads to a team that's got a lot of camaraderie, a lot of chemistry, and those things matter. And the one thing that's been different about this Vikings team compared to years past is that when they get into those situations, when they get into those one-score games, they absolutely believe that they're going to win. Years ago, the last five years, I would have just felt like, ah, the Vikings are going to fold this one. They're not going to be there. They're going to find a way to lose this game. And yet... This current iteration of the Minnesota Vikings, perhaps it's got something to do with KOC, they feel like they are going to win games. And you feel like this Minnesota Vikings team, for all of the reasons you just said, will go into Buffalo and put 31 points on the board against arguably, statistically, the best defense in the NFL. Statistically the best defense right now. I know that they, they've had some injuries over the last couple of weeks and it's starting to take a little bit of a shot. Matt Milano may be back. There's a lot of, listen, there's a lot of things that we could factor into. I'm going on what I know here on Thursday. I feel like these good offenses can still go out there and get it done. I think that when you have a, well, like what we see in the NFL right now is there's a lack of cohesion with a lot of offenses. And there's a reason why there's some low-scoring games. But we have seen some teams that are actually really good or just good offensively go out there and put up points. And I don't want to point to a team that I root for, but when you look at the Chicago Bears... We'll get to your Bears in a second. Not interested. Here's my question about Buffalo. There you are. You're in... It's uh, Let's say it's uh, eight below zero. That's with windchill. Uh, not this week, but later on in the season. Right. You're there. You're covering the bills, you know, for your Bears apologists publications. And you're invited to jump off a car 
onto a car table, very like the one that you are sitting right. behind now. How high a vehicle are you willing to launch yourself from? Are we talking like a Datsun 280Z? No. Are we talking like a, like an SUV? Or are you willing to go to the top of the RV? Not the RV. No, no, no. I'll do the lifted truck that has the Red Bull sticker on it. Copy. I'll go off that. You'll go off a portalette? You got to do, yeah, you got to be able to do that. And you know what? Take a real bump. Like I, I, when I see people go feet first, I'm like, Tommy Dreamer would not approve of that. Here comes the first wrestling. It took you how many minutes? It took you way too long for a wrestling image. What do you want me to do? Adam, for goodness sake, for goodness sake, I, don't I want you to live it. up to your, to your reputation. I don't want to force it. Here comes your reputation. Let's live up to it right now. Next game, Detroit Lions in Soldier Field, renamed Soldier Field. Hello, Justin. Lions, Bears, Sunday morning, 10 a.m., Game pick, score prediction. Bears 35-30, because they've had some trouble stopping people. They have. But I, don't, I think that last touchdown for the Lions will be cosmetic. It'll be Jared Goff getting a, hey, I just got a touchdown pass to Milan Ross St. Brown, so your fantasy team can celebrate. But ultimately, the Bears win this one. And this will be, be one that the Bears win. I think we'll hopefully be in control of it for the entirety of the game, and then we'll all have a last. And listen. What do I say? And it's an early morning game. The Bears are now, like, no more primetime. Now that the Bears are interesting, no more primetime games. Has Justin Fields' career begun in earnest as of two weeks ago? Absolutely. And here's one of the things, too, is a lot of times you see these quarterbacks where you see a team break out, and you're like, oh, they broke out, and they're playing the bottom feeders. They're playing teams that are not very good. And you're watching it, and you're like, okay, that's, that's great, but you're, you're beating the Panthers. You played the Falcons. No, no, no. You look at what the Bears have done over the last three weeks. They put up a 30 spot on Bill Belichick. Could have been 40, but Matt Eberflus has too much class and too much dignity to do that. They played against the Dallas Cowboys on the road. One of the best defenses in the NFL. Once again, 30 points. Last week against the Miami Dolphins. That was that one of the best teams in the NFL. Tua Tungavailoa does not lose anymore. They went toe-to-toe with one of the best teams in the AFC swinging. And if not for a special teams touchdown, perhaps. Yeah. Although, honestly, when that blocked punt happened, I think it was like, oh, we just cut to the chase. Like the Dolphins were going to score anyways. You might as well go back out on offense. But I, it's, it's rare that a team plays as well as the Dolphins did on offense and wins a game the manner in which they did. Only for the headlines and all of the post-game chatter to be completely hijacked by a losing quarterback, but Justin Fields deserved every bit of that chatter. 133 yards and a touchdown, three touchdowns rather, passing the ball, and he ran for three quarters of a mile and a touchdown. An extraordinary performance, and I think we did finally see, really for the last two weeks, but especially crystallized in that game against the Dolphins. This is what Justin Fields looks like as an NFL starting quarterback. This is what that Bears offense could look like in this division, in the NFC North, potentially a contender in the years to come. Not this year. Maybe not this year. That was the closest thing you will get to a moment of truth from Adam Rank with regards to his Bears. We now pick up the pace on on game picks. We're not going to pick up the pace because I want to say one thing. Yes, sir. This This is the most amazing part of Sunday for me is that when they took over the Bears on that last drive, I looked at the scoreboard. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're we're down three. I thought to myself, worst case scenario, it's going to overtime. I didn't even fathom that they were not going to score. Then I realized oh, that's right, they're going to be able to tackle Chase Claypool. They don't get the penalties 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, of it's course. the Bears. Like, the referees want to go to Portillo's. They're like, listen, you guys wrap it up. We got places. Like, like whatever. They can, they can just, it's not the first time, and it won't be the last time the Bears don't get a call. Whatever. Go out there, make the plays. Equinemius St. Brown dropped the pass he should have had. There's nobody to blame but himself. So, but I just thought that just having that mindset of like, oh my God, we're going to score, that it wasn't, normally it hasn't been that, that way in Chicago in a long time. Listen, you guys had a seance, I should think, as a Bears nation before the Patriots game, and you conjured up the spirit of George Hallis very effectively, and you obviously won that game in spectacular style. My question is, why didn't you ask the ghost of George Hallis during that seance to stick around a little bit longer? That seems like oversight to Fair me. Enough. Next game, Denver Broncos on the road in Nashville to play the Tennessee Titans. Very quickly, game, score, prediction, what do you got? I got the Tennessee Titans as winners, 24-20. The Titans could be the best team in the AFC if only they had an A.J. Brown-type wide receiver. Like if you had an uh, if you had an AJ well, Brown type yeah, of guy, but here's here the we thing. go. It's so it's so hard to find a player like that. It really is. And when you find one like it, you, you should probably you, hold on. You to hold on. To yeah, hold on. You to don't, don't let him go. go. Oh wow. You grasp him. You pay. Oh. And by the way, I know the Titan fans will be like, "Well, the reason we have the great deal." No, no, no. You don't pay your quarterback anything. You need to pay players like AJ Brown. You should have held on to him. Is there a team in the NFL more in desperate need of a of a return? from their starting quarterback than the Tennessee Titans. And that is not meant to disparage in any way Malik Willis, but the eye test tells us in back-to-back weeks that that young man may be ready one day, but he is not ready now. I'm impressed by him. I thought he played very well in Kansas City. I don't think he has anybody to throw to. You know, as much as they talked about the lack of weapons for Justin Fields at the beginning of the season, that Titans receiving room is worse. And you know what? I think Tannehill handles it a little bit better. So perhaps, but I think that there's bigger issues with that team, and I think it starts with the wide receiver. I'm assuming there will be no issues for the Kansas City Chiefs at home on Sunday. They host the Jacksonville Jaguars, but do you smell an upset? Do you smell a trap game, or is this an easy win for the assumed current MVP, Patrick Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs? I do believe it's a little bit of a, a kind of a trap game there. We saw what Jacksonville did last week to the Las Vegas Raiders, but I have the Chiefs winning this one. 30-28, late touchdown for the Kansas City Chiefs. Love what Mecole Hardman's been able to do. I don't think that he's Tyree Kill, but he's been playing very well. I love the fact that your inner fantasy champion is really announcing itself, standing on the topmost rock with a mighty roar, saying, points, points, points. This is the, this is the subtext for Week 10 so far. Yeah, a I lot think, of points, all the overs. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going over. I, I want to see points. I'm enjoying points. I think this is going to be the week that we're going to start to see those offenses catch up. Cleveland Browns at Miami. Give me the Dolphins 34-30. I think the, Dolphin, the, the Dolphins are a good team. As I said before, Tua Tungavailoa, 6-0 in his starts. Yeah, when he starts, they don't lose. They don't lose. They just don't lose. Is Cleveland aware that Nick Chubb is on the roster? They should. I wish they would go to him a little bit more, although, you know, he's still pretty good. He's still pretty good. I don't up the think there are three better running backs in the NFL. I think you could make an argument that on his day, Saquon is better. I think you could certainly make the argument that on most days, Derrick Henry is better. But again, that may just be a stylistic choice. I think those are your three top running backs. And that yes, I am including Nick Chubb as the third in that group. And I simply don't understand why when Nick Chubb runs for 20 times or more, the Cleveland Browns win. And they insist on going into games and not feeding the beast. Why? I don't know. They love Kareem Hunt. They want to run him a little bit. I don't understand it. I don't know. I guess a lot of teams, if you're playing for the postseason, 
and you want to make sure that you've got your guy healthy for the playoff run, perhaps. But you know what, Cleveland? You need to get to the playoffs. You need to feed your best player. Let's feed the machine. The machine being the New York media machine. Next game, Houston Texans on the road at MetLife to play the New York football Giants. Score, Adam Rank. Giants, 29 to 10. Finally a blowout. Finally a big big opportunity for the Giants to go out and show it. And I know the Giants fans are upset because we do the pricks on NFL.com. We give out a little that's on a... You know, you can go find those. The little screen grabs show up all the time. Giants fans are upset that we're all in unison picking the Giants. Like, nobody's picking the Texans to upset here. Next game, Saints on the road to visit the Steelers. Now, the Saints occasionally remind themselves that they are a team defined by defense. And when they do, they can dominate. Is this one of those weeks? It's a tricky fixture to go into Heinz Field and play the Steelers no matter what their record says, no matter what their form is. That's a difficult place to play. That's a difficult team to beat. Mike Tomlin is a difficult coach to outsmart and outscheme. How do you see this one going down? You know, I'm going to go with the Saints 24 to 20. I just, there's something about this Steelers team that just doesn't seem right. I just can't, I can't. I Coming can't off a bye, they've had a week. I know. I, everything sometimes, in some of these games, you, you always want to identify, what's the one game where you think about everything's pointing Steelers? Like, oh yeah, this makes sense. But the Saints have been that wacky team that wins games that you don't expect, lose games they shouldn't. I think this is a game they probably shouldn't win, but we'll end up finding a way. Is Chris Olave, Saints wide receiver Chris Olave, the offensive rookie of the year? No. Not no, Kenneth Walker the third. He's on the short list. Oh, Along with Damian Pierce, Brees Hall would have been on Brees that Hall list, but you're there. giving the edge to Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker. If I had to rank it, it would be Kenny Walker. It would be Chris Olave. And I would give, being midway during the season, I would give a nod to Brees Hall because he was so good. At the end of the year, that'll be removed. He'll, it'll be Damian Pierce. But I want to give Brees Hall his flowers right now while we can. Sunday, Week 10, first game of the afternoon slate is the first game of the rest of their lives for the Indianapolis Colts on the road in Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Now, this is the disappointment bowl, yes. uh, Indianapolis Colts versus the Raiders. Obviously, this is the first game in charge for Jeff Saturday uh, in blue and white. Las Vegas Raiders, I predicted, would go on a six or seven game winning streak a few right. weeks back. They have lost two of the three games since then. I am reeling with disappointment about the, the Las Vegas Raiders. How do you see this one playing out? I've got this one as a final of 31 to 20. I'm not picking a team because there's it could go it could go either way. Like there's a lot to be said about. Of course the Raiders are going to pull it together. They're going to play a full four quarters for a change instead of just playing a half. Maybe Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams show up in the same game. Will they have a 17 point lead in this game? Yeah, they have a 17 point lead that they hold on to. There's a lot of that stuff. And then at the same time, if the Colts go out there and a total chaos move, up is down, left is right. Down is up. It's Dogs and cats to living together. Mass hysteria. For the Colts. This is the closest we will ever come in NFL circles to mimicking Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues, where they, they kick the coach out there. Bud Kilmer is sent away. First of all, where are the assistants? 
Where do the assistants go? There's assistants during that movie. They all disappear when Bud Kilmer's gone. Lance Harbour assumes the head coaching They weren't necessary to the narrative in the third act. None of of the parents. Like, there's not one They weren't necessary to the narrative in the third act. Like, wait a minute. You live in Hollywood. You know this. Now, a few more games to go. Four more games on the schedule. We have five minutes to do it. Oh, my gosh. Can we do it? Yes, we can. Okay, this is the homecoming bowl. Uh, Mike McCarthy was choked up. I, I, I was moved. And I'm a Washington Commanders fan. And I was moved looking at the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I found it wonderful uh, that he could still summon that kind of emotion, talking about his time, all those, those wonderful years oh, yeah. with his family in Green Bay. He goes back to Green Bay now. Now, this would be a better story if he was playing a better opponent. Uh, Green Bay, of course, reeling. Five straight losses. Mm-hmm. Do the Cowboys peg them with a sixth? You know what? I'm going to say this about the Dallas Cowboys and Mike McCarthy. I love how much I still loathe Mike McCarthy. (laughs) Oh, I can't. As a Bears fan, I can't get past it. But you know what? The Cowboys are going to dominate this game 35-17. I'm not buying it. I know every week we go like, well, this is the week that Aaron. No, no, no. And I understand that I'm still going to be the kid in the horror film that says, you know what? Not until I see the body do I think the Packers are done. But at the same time, this Dallas Cowboys team is way too good. Way too motivated. I'm going to have them winning in a laugher. Dallas is the better team. Adam Rank says the better team will win. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and I am sitting here with the fantasy phenom, the purveyor of fantasy hot sauce, Adam Rank. We are picking every single game, and by we, I mean him. He is picking every game in week 10. We are now on to the NFC West battle, which before the beginning of the season, right. we would have circled as a game to watch. Oh. Now, I think this becomes a game to watch just for different reasons for than we would have expected in the preseason. Arizona Cardinals on the road across the street to play the L.A. Rams at SoFi Stadium. SoFi so good for whom? 
Well, I mean, it's been great for the, uh, the, the, the visiting team for the last couple of trips, but, okay. John McVeigh, let's put it this way. Let me interrupt, and I'm so sorry to do that to you. That's terrible, terrible uh, uh, behavior from a host of a party. Uh, I invite you into my house, and now I throw a drink in your face. Shanahan owns Sean McVeigh. Can we agree on that? Yes. Sean McVeigh owns Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals. In 12 Absolutely. games, he is 11-1 against the Cardinals. No reason to think that that changes, or do you think otherwise? Now, I've got the Rams winning 27-24. Now, obviously, on Wednesday, Matthew Stafford missed practice. He's in the concussion protocol. That means Johnny Dubs could come in. Well, I actually like. I thought that when he was forced into that playoff game against the Seattle Seahawks a couple of years ago, I thought he was going to be pretty good. It's so much so. That when Stafford was traded to the Rams, I'm like, what number is he going to wear? Because Johnny Dobbs should be allowed to continue to wear number nine. That did not happen. I'm sure he got some change for that. But I still believe that the Rams, I don't know. But I still believe that they, they will beat the Cardinals 27-20. Adam Rank says Rams 27, Cardinals 24. The other L.A. team, the L.A. Chargers, the Bolts, on the road, up the coast, in Santa Clara, to take on the Christian McCaffrey-loaded San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Shanahan loves having that weapon oh. in the arsenal. We saw it in the second outing for Christian McCaffrey. What will we see in the third? You know what, I'm gonna go with the 49ers 28-24. Too many options for them, especially now with Christian McCaffrey. We expect Debo Samuel to be playing, George Kittle. Brandon Ayuk almost becomes an afterthought with this team. Elijah Mitchell, at some point, it's going to return. This 49ers team is loaded. And when you have Jimmy Garoppolo playing within himself, this is a very good football team. So I think they go out there and they handle their business 28-24. This is the seven-seed bowl, by the way. Right. Uh, the Chargers, of course, are currently the seventh seed in the AFC. And, of course, the San Francisco 49ers are the seventh seed in the NFC. One game to go. It is the last game of Week 10. My Washington Commanders on the road to take on the still unbeaten, still underdogs in many people's estimation, potentially underrated still, potentially overlooked still. And yet Jalen Hurts belongs on the shortlist for MVP. Nick yep. Sirianni belongs on the shortlist for Coach of the Year. Eagles fans belong on the shortlist for worst fans in how sports dare history. You. Do not uh, do that. Washington Commanders on the road against the Eagles. How bad is it for my commanders? Well, I'm going to have the Eagles winning this one 27-19. Here's my thing. I do not agree with Andrew when he's, when he's besmirching the fine fans of Philadelphia, the fans who helped make ECW a thing of my childhood in the 90s. When I talk about Tommy Dreamer and Rob Van Dam and Sabu and Taz and who else? Chris Jericho was there for a spell. Austin, 316, had an opportunity as well. ECW, one, oh, how, come, Austin how, do, 316. How, do, how do I forget That's the like Blue John World 316. Order? I thought this was like a, a, a scriptural reference that was Austin coming. 316 says, I just beat your behind. Also, the Blue World Order, one of the most over-factions in wrestling history, or at least one of my favorite things in wrestling history. By the way, I'm friends with two-thirds of the Blue World Order. If you would have told, if you would have told young Adam Kind of a no-name-dropper moment there. It was a name-drop, but a, a no-name-drop. Can I tell you, it reminds me of something that the, uh, the Clune Dog once told me, George Clooney. He said, Adam, he's like, two things. He's like, have children when you're older, because then you appear younger. And second of all, 
Never name drop. Uh, full disclosure, my love for Philly does in fact extend beyond the Rocky franchise, there that wonderful museum. It does extend to Philly fans. I actually, if I'm held to it, I think yeah. Philly fans are amazing. It's are. been wonderful to be a fan of any sport in Philadelphia this year. Although, let's be honest, be honest. Philadelphia Union gets to the big game, comes up mm. short. Philadelphia Phillies get to the Fall Classic fall short. Perhaps in both cases they were beaten by the better team. Right. Last question for you on Philly. Let's give these Eagles fans some hope if you believe that hope is there for a reason. Is this a Super Bowl run? Is this a Super Bowl win for the Philadelphia Eagles? Way too early? Yes, we won't hold it to you. What is your blush right now? When I started this season, my pick to win the NFC was the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. I love the way they Who did they you pick been... coming out of the AFC? Uh, Buffalo, because okay. I think we're, we're required by law. <laughs> To pick the Buffalo Bills. Like, um, everybody think, oh, you got to pick Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo. Who's Buffalo playing? Let's hope for and assume the health of Josh Allen in the weeks to come. And yeah. let's say that it goes that way. The teams, as you see them right now, Buffalo Bills, play the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. Who gets the win? Just right now. The Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles you know get why? the win. I think the Philadelphia Eagles do a better job of running the football. And as much as Miles Sanders came out in the preseason and told us not to draft him in fantasy... He has been getting the job done. And then we've also seen, like, Kenny G. Kenny Gainwell goes out there. He plays pretty well at times. I think that they've done a nice job of, of mixing in A.J. Brown. When he needs to step up and have that big game, he could do it. We have still not seen the best of Devontae Smith either. This, and Dallas Goddard, they're, they're overwhelmingly better than the Buffalo Bills. When you look and you start to match the skill players one-on-one. Although, I, I, you know, I love Stephon Diggs, but I think the Eagles receivers are better. I think they're... Their, uh, their tight end is better. Their running game is better. I think defensively they're very good. The offensive line is Secondary excellent. Secondary for me is uh, second to none in the NFL. Maybe the Jets are right there on their heels. Uh, very interesting take. Overwhelmingly better than the Bills. Overwhelmingly. Uh, we teased it, so let's pay it off. You have 30 seconds to do oh so. God. I want you to look at the NFC and the AFC playoff pictures as they stand right now. And I want you to kick one team out of each playoff picture. Who's the team most likely to fall out of the AFC playoff picture, and who is the team most likely to take their place? Who is it? Let's go ahead and kick the LA Chargers out of the playoff picture. We'll elevate the Cincinnati Bengals, who are right at the same spot they were last season, 5-4. and four. That is a very good football team. Once Jamar Chase gets back, I don't think there'll be any stopping them, even though the Baltimore Ravens have the easiest schedule in the NFL moving forward. From the NFC side, I would say the Giants probably at some point take a step back, and you know who's going to replace them? The Chicago Bears! And That's just, right, because I'm a just homer. just like that, the NFL Total Access podcast has lost all credibility. We love your passion. We love your picks. Thank you. We thank you for both. Uh, I want to thank today's special guest, Adam Rank, who will be back with us next week. Why? Oh, because I, I just was, said so. I was just um, going to ask. Please, to come back? Well, please join us tomorrow wait, when we have out? Friday answers to Sunday questions. Questions like who wins, what's the score, who stars, who stumbles, and did we just put the Bills on upset alert whether or not Josh Allen plays? Answers tomorrow. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.